Are we recording? Uh-huh. Just in. This oh. is my normal voice. <laughs> this is the voice for... Oh. <laughs> <laughs> It's me, Deirdre. And me, Elena. You're listening to I Wouldn't, I Wouldn't Say, Say no, no, a podcast. Uh, this week's episode, we treat our bodies like trash by going to the Cheesecake Factory. Oh, God. We certainly did. We went to the Cheesecake Factory on Sunday. Yeah. But, we but let's not get ahead of ourselves. Let's not, yeah, let's not start there. Okay. Um, Where should we start? Where should your, we begin? How was your day? Um, My day was pretty good. I worked from home, so I feel like kind of a sleepy home garbage mm-hmm, person mm-hmm. i did make a homemade dashi so you're not close enough to me to smell the um skin on my face <laughs> but it smells like a dried anchovy that's been steamed oh good yeah it sounds delightful yeah that's why cool. carlos was so excited to see you <laughs> yeah i know he was giving me a lot of deep sniffs on my nose so <laughs> yeah but other otherwise it's really good what'd you do today um i also worked from home mm-hmm. yep I went in for the first half. Yeah. And I had some meetings. And then I came home and kept working. And um, wa- did some research for the pod. We don't just show up Mm-mm. and just do this off the top of our heads. You no, know, there is I've been preparation. Doing, I've been doing deep research about all the dumb shit we're going to talk about today. I know, and I'm really excited. Yeah. All right, cool. So um, how you been since the last up? Oh, man. Um, well, I went and got my nails done with our good friend Christina yesterday. Yeah. Which um, is a, of thinking I'm quite younger. Yeah, I yeah. I am fame Famously, for Friends of the Pod. Yeah, she's she's <laughs> a sweetie. Um, so we've been getting our nails done together for the last few years. But this summer, when we were both unemployed and uh-huh. BD, we very responsibly got our nails done every two weeks. <laughs> Because we were, like, for interviews. Yeah, no, we you want to look, look fresh. Yeah, yeah. Um, So we go to this place in the Pearl, and we were going together. They love us. They think we're ridiculous. <laughs> um, and then when we got jobs, we started showing up individually. Oh, no. And Do you think they thought you broke up? Well, I think they thought we got into a fight. Mm, because okay. every time I'd show up or every time she'd show up, they would ask us about each other. Oh, uh-huh. We finally managed to sync back up again. Yeah. And the first time we came back together, they were so excited. They, like, clapped. And they call me Jelena, and I love that. (laughs) Um, That's my favorite thing. But they clapped, and I was like, we made up! Wow. So was it, like, a slow clap, like, as you walked in? No, they were, like... Like, they were being reunited with their children. Wow. And so now every time I call to make an appointment, um, they ask with Christina. And I'm like, why do you know who I am by the sound (laughs) of my voice? Um, So yesterday we were getting our nails done. And the person who was doing our nails was like, you guys really like to come together. And I was like, what the fuck? Like, I can't figure out how to please you. Do you hate that we're here together? And Chris said, yep, we're like peanut butter and jelly. That's what they call us. (laughs) Whoa, it works, because they call you Jelena. Well, I was like, nobody says that. (laughs) And Chris was like, yes, they do. And that's my big story about getting my nails done. But it's it's a very exciting time. They love us there. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. What have you been up to? Lot. Yeah. Today was, oh, okay. Today, for context, today is Tuesday. And last night. Yusuf Nurkic, a.k.a. the Bosnian Beast, who we did discuss in last week's ep. Yeah. 
Um, had a compound fracture on his leg. It's true. Because he fell real hard. Such a bummer. And it's a giant, so. <laughs> what was, who were they playing against? They were playing the Brooklyn Nets, who, mm-hmm. like, usually I like to see, because we got a lot of, like, TBT Blazers on there, specifically mm-hmm. Ed Davis, who I do love. Um, something about, like, his style, he's just, like, a very, like, he looks like he could have been in the league at any point, and that's what I love about Ed Davis. Uh-huh. And I'm talking specifically about the length of his shorts. They're kind of short. It's oh, good. cool. It's a good look. You don't Do see that much. they get to much. tailor their own shorts? Uh, no, but I mean, I think they get to choose from a size. Like, Ooh. I think, like, first day of the season, you're showing up, and you're like, you know what? Normally, I'm wearing a triple or double XL because I'm six foot nine and mm-hmm. giant, but this, this year, I'm just going to wear, like, an XL. Love it. And so then he, yeah, he's just, like, showing a little thigh, and that's fun. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so Yusuf Nurkic is just, like, out, and it was hella gruesome. And so that was bummer. Were you watching the game yesterday? I was, but I am a responsible old lady and like to go to sleep at a certain time. Mm. And we went into second overtime, and no one scored for, like, the first minute. So I was just like, you know what? I'm getting really worked up. I got to walk away. And then our mutual friend Hannah texted me and was like, are you watching this game? So then I Googled it, and then sure enough, Nurk went down. You didn't and watch was, the video, right? I, no, I didn't watch the video. I, oh. know, I can't. Yeah, I couldn't either. Yeah, no. It's okay, though. Um, but I'm glad that she did text me because a major thing that happened in my life mm-hmm. is I quit Twitter. Oh. I did. Why? A lot of reasons, but I think it's best summed up when I think about how... Uh, I was describing to a friend who's not on Twitter uh-huh. about Gun Girl. You know Gun Girl on Twitter? I actually don't know what that is. Oh, you're so lucky. Okay. Well, <laughs> you mentioned that to me, yeah. and I had no idea yeah. what that is, and I figured you could tell me now if you yeah. want. So she's like this intense, right-wing, crazy troll lady um, who went to Kent State, okay. where famously kids were killed by guns yep and by the national guard whole big thing anyway she decided to take a bunch of pictures on campus of her just like holding assault rifles being like i love guns and she has horrible hair and people just love dunking on her and it's really what's her hair like please describe it it's like if okay so i'm thinking of like judith light okay and justin timberlake circa like and sync the ramen just, rare, the ramen hair. I can't, you know, imagine how ramen hair and Judith Light come together. Yeah, I mean, you should go find Gun Girl. It's okay. a lot. So it's just like real tight curls, but like real frizzy and yeah. like brushed out, and it's, it's so bad. She's okay. terrible. So anyway, um, this rumor went around that she pooped her pants. <laughs> deserved it. No, but like, but this is why Twitter's so. This is why I had to get off because okay. it just became toxic for me. Because the people that were like pushing this rumor that she pushed that she pooped her pants, which is still hilarious, and I do deeply hope that it's true, um, are like the bros that run Barstool Sports, with, and they're I don't equally, even know what that is. Yeah, they're equally horrible people. They do steal a lot of people's content. Is? Okay, or they steal people's online content. They're super misogynistic. They're just trash. Is it like meme? Meme yeah, culture. it's like kind of memey, but like, but like, memes you'd check out at like a Buffalo Wild Wings. You know what I mean? Yeah. Which maybe we should do. Ooh, I have never <laughs> been to B Dubs. Me neither. Oh, but yep. all right. Yep. B Dubs. So, so anyway, I was explaining to our friend Emily, who I was like, "Oh my god, dude, Gun Girl pooped her pants," 
And did she actually poop her pants? I I'm gonna choose to believe yes because okay. I need to hold on to some light in this yeah, world. Absolutely. You know? Yeah. But uh at the same time, it, it was like the it was supposedly a like a, a party in mm. college kind of thing where like Who hasn't pooped their pants at a party in college? Yeah. I mean I'm I didn't, but I did okay. in in earlier times in my life be like, haha, you know what would be funny? Me pooping somewhere. And then people would be like, haha, yeah, it would. So, like, I get it. Yeah. But never in my own pants. We're going to talk about that in one <laughs> second because I want to know. But you told our friend that. Yeah, I told her all about just, like, how Gun Girl had supposedly pooped her pants. And then I was like, you are in far too deep, Deirdre. Mm. She didn't know who Gun Girl was. Much like this conversation. She didn't know who any of these people were. And I was like, why do you? know about them <laughs> you don't know these people and so yeah i just kind of took a long hard look at myself and was like uh, yeah if it, 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 it's good it's good to like rip the band-aid off yeah although i will say it was weirdly helpful for my anxiety because i was able to just like project it onto twitter and be like mm-hmm. wow the world is awful but like we can all pile up on someone haha we're all laughing at gun girl because she mm-hmm. pooped her pants and now that I don't have it, I'm just like, oh, where can I focus my anxiety? On myself. What are you doing now? Are you just creating a personal Twitter? I mean, I did just tell you about the fact that I may or may not have pooped for other people's entertainment. Let's talk so about that. that. Yeah. How old were you? We're going to talk about, okay. let's talk about our favorite time we pooped our <laughs> pants. <laughs> content you want. Sorry. <laughs> the if title of ep? <laughs> if you've been, let's talk about our favorite time when we pooped our pants. If anyone's skipping around, stop <laughs> skipping right now. We're going to talk about shitting our pants. <laughs> this is important. Do you want to go first or should I? Um, okay, mine's not, mine was like performative. <laughs> okay. Okay. Stop so. showing off. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> I'm going to cry probably telling the story in a, in a good way. Um, I was like 13 or 14 at um, Houston Ballet School for the summer uh-huh. and uh, we stayed at Rice University in mm-hmm. this dorm and all of a sudden the RAs like got really intense about us never leaving our rooms at night and so I was like oh not even go to the bathroom and they were like if you have to go to the bathroom like call one of us and we'll walk you there like it was ridiculous that's not okay yeah so I as an act of performance art it wasn't. Wow. <laughs> no, but it was fully me being like, oh, well, I got to poop. So if I can't go out the door to the bathroom, I guess I'll go out the window. You pooped out the window? <laughs> I pooped out a six-story window. That's absolutely <laughs> disgusting. Do you, did it make it? How far out did you <laughs> stick yourself out it the made, window? It made it all the way down to the ground. And Because here's the thing. Here's another example of my anxiety. So I did it. And I, like, was calling rooms to be like, ha-ha, guess what I just did? And, like, some people, like, poked their heads out and were like, oh, my God, she's pooping out the window. And I pooped <laughs> out the window. But then I went to bed and I was like, they're going to know I pooped out the window. Yeah, of course. And so then I snuck down there and cleaned, cleaned up. up after myself. You cleaned up the poo? Yep. Because it was, it was, like, onto a fucking cement patio it was just a random turd in the middle of a patio. This so is so much better. I had better. to do something about it. I wonder what firmness it was on, like, the stool chart. It was... Oh, God, I don't Let's know not the talk stool about chart. It. We don't need to go that You don't know the stool chart? I mean, I've, like... We're I going think- so deep into... <laughs> I, I want to teach you something, and it's about the stool chart, but I'm not gonna. Okay. Um, it was an easy pickup. Yep. We'll just say that. 
Yeah. Yeah. So Did I don't, we, that's what I'm saying. That's why not knowing the stool chart, I can't give it a number. I'm just saying it was an easy pickup. That's so much better than my story. <laughs> my story is from when I was a child. So I feel like there you've already won. But in, in Soviet, in, in the USSR, um, I was in kindergarten and so like we didn't get new clothes a lot Uh and I remember specifically that um my mom had gotten me like a new pair of red like sweater tights that were really warm Uh and I was super excited about them I must have been four or five Uh and an acceptable time to poop your pants yeah (laughs) Yeah. I've never pooped my (laughs) pants performatively as a teen so um but I guess I had to poop and I was little mm-hmm. and I didn't know anyone to ask. Like my mom wasn't there and I was like, well, if my mom's not here to yeah. take me to poop, I better just poop in my pants. Yeah. So I pooped in my new tights, Aww. but my mom was still not there to pick me up. This was like after school. Oh no. How and long were you hanging in these I don't know pants? because I saw my favorite playground attraction a seesaw oh. and i got up on it oh heavens in my poop pants and oh. my poop tights yeah i um, mean really just <laughs> it all this is horrible how did we get here we got here all because someone this is why i quit twitter yelena yeah. because someone supposedly said gun girl pooped her pants and now we're out here talking about i want pants. everyone to know that we have an outline of like kind of like talking points so we don't this was not on the outline (laughs) we got here naturally because we're curious and inquisitive people and now you know some pretty private moments about us very true so um do you feel good being off twitter like do you find yourself phantom going to check it and it's not on your phone um yeah i do but not as much. I did the something our friend David did when he like quit social media. I mm-hmm. downloaded Duolingo oh. and I started practicing Spanish, which was really good for the first week. And then I stopped. And now Duolingo's like, hey, and it sends you a shame email it does. every day until you don't do it for so long that it just gives up on you, which is what I did. Wow. Okay, I'm ready for that. Yeah, just, <laughs> just don't do it for. Four months, five months, okay. and they'll they'll Damn, give up. I'm gonna get a daily email for five months. I can't remember getting it for that long. Wow. But yeah, I, I feel like Duolingo is one of those things where unless I have to pay for it. Mm-hmm. Um so here's yeah, I'm not gonna do it. Yeah. Um I get it's, that. It's funny because I feel like we swapped on Twitter. I know you got you were online. I love to yeah. be on Twitter, but I don't wanna be on it so much. Yeah. Um but I did wake up like in the middle of the night on Saturday, not like maybe 4 a.m., and I couldn't sleep. Mm. And I went on Twitter and just started researching a bunch of random shit, just filling my brain with nonsense. Yeah. Um, I started reading about the movie Us, oh, uh-huh. which I went to see after we went to the Cheesecake Factory, but I was like trying not to spoil it for myself. And then I just got in deep about like these memes of. Bella Hadid and Gigi Hadid um, making books the hot new accessory. See, it's stuff like that that I do really Oh my gosh. It's hard. Okay. It's hard. So like New York Post uh, a highly regarded publication. (laughs) New York Post headline is like Hadid sisters make books the hot new accessory in 2019. Um, That makes me want to die. I know. So um (laughs) What, who's reading what? 
I don't remember which is which, but I think Bella Hadid I, is... I don't know the difference between them. Bella is... Bella Hadid, I think, is younger. Okay. And she's kind of like a sneakerhead. Okay, I have seen that video. Do you remember yeah, the sneakerhead video, video so where, she, where she's like, yeah. if a homeboy's wearing Air Jordans, he, he could, like, get it. Get yeah. it. She's <laughs> an absolute idiot, I think. Yeah. Um, maybe I mean, not. She's yeah. reading uh, The Outsider by Stephen King. She's been carrying it around for months, which is sometimes what happens to me with books, I too. mean, yeah, that's fair. You know what? Stars. They're just like us. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Gigi? is reading The Stranger by Albert Camus, ah! which she started... <laughs> Gigi is older and I think a little bit cooler. Okay. Um, She's... They're both models, but I think yeah. Gigi's like a little bit more... More like, like high, high fashion? End. Yes. Okay. So she started wearing like business suits mm. and carrying around The Stranger by Albert Camus, which wow. I, I haven't thought about it for long enough to unpack it. I, that's the thing is like I would say there's something to unpack there but neither of them seem like they have much substance I just want to know like what Gigi's getting out of The Stranger because I didn't like I want to talk to her about The Stranger okay um, next up next up <laughs> next up Gigi you have an open invitation <laughs> tune in Gigi Hadid is in the house oh god no um, <laughs> but but I don't know what I would do without knowing that yeah you know and like I feel like I was missing that information when I wasn't on Twitter, and I'm so much happier knowing that. But I do feel like I don't go on it every day. Yeah, see, I was like... Uh, yeah, I yeah. was hooked into it. It was too much. Yeah. It was too much, so I'm, I'm happy to be moving on. But cool, I'll keep you um, attuned yeah, to please. youthful trends. Yes, which brings us to our next segment. Youth delegate. Bow, bow, bow. Amazing. I should get my own air Does, horn. Yeah, we should get an air horn, I think. There's like a spray paint can over there. Should we blast that? Um, we just spray paint my computer. Okay. So I don't know if people are going to be happy about this youth delegate because it's kind of a cop-out in a sense. This was the first thing we talked about. Yeah, but we didn't go in-depth. This we is an in-depth investigation. So we are doing an in-depth investigation into TikTok. Yeah, you from might... the ladies who just told you about how they pooped their pants. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> an in-depth investigation into TikTok. So we did talk about it in like our first little intro episode, but neither of us knew what it was. Uh-huh. Um, we knew that it was... Yeah, all I knew about it was people being like, it's the new vine. It is fully not the new vine. It's, but I did find some cute animals on it. You did? Yeah. On TikTok? Mm-hmm. There's, oh. there's some cute animals. But did you like download the app? No, I'm still using the desktop version. Okay. But only because I'm scared. What if I get as into TikTok as I was into Twitter, and then I'm telling you about gun girl pooping her pants that I found <laughs> out about on TikTok? It's too I don't much. think there's, honestly, I don't think there's a single piece of, like, information that comes out of TikTok. Yeah. I don't know. I did read about, um, I don't know. I have a lot of feelings on it. Well, let's talk about it. Should we, now that we've done some research, should we, do you want to give like a TLDR on TikTok? Yeah, sure. Yeah. So it, it's not the new Vine. Yeah, it's not Vine the new was Vine. good. Um, it is, it's a Chinese social media app okay. that bought Musical.ly a while back mm -hmm. and then like moved over to the u.s like as tiktok i believe it has a different name in china like right. the chinese company it started with a d we were just reading about it yeah um and 
the average user age is like 12 or 13, which is no. fucking terrifying. Because, which means there are children using it. Yeah, there's tiny, tiny children on it. Like I, I actually have a really good example of probably one of the lower age ranges and higher age ranges using it together. Oh, yeah? Which is... Um, the divorce TikToks. Oh, yeah. Sometimes they bring their kids the in. The divorce Yo. compilations. But we'll get into that in a second. Yeah. Um. So, 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 so basically it's like meant, there's a huge music selection and like a bunch of like Snapchat and like Instagram story type filters. And so you can just, yeah, I don't know. It's uh, like a lip sync. Yeah, app. you lip sync. But it's always, I, I don't know any of the songs they lip sync to, which is why I feel so old when I use it. Well, when I'm out here trying to be youthful. Yeah. You know, so they don't, I I don't know any of the songs either, except for when they're covers, but also it kind of seems like they auto tune them or Mm, speed them mm -hmm. up because it's always like a cartoon voice singing. Yeah. I, there's gotta be some overlap between like kids YouTube, like the people making content for that, and then I don't the even know what kids YouTube is. Oh, it's terrifying. We can do that. Can be another. <laughs> no, it's oh, it's, it's legit, not TikTok. Really scary. No, yeah, it's a whole, it's a whole thing. There have been enough podcasts on kids YouTube. Honestly, I can send really? you a couple. Really? Okay, yeah, cool. Yeah, um, yeah. So within TikTok, we've got cutie animals, like yeah. the ones they found. I have not seen that. Yeah, there's cute animals um, and then there's a lot of little kids, and by little kids I mean like tweens mm-hmm. into like mid-teens and like they're definitely it it, it blows my mind because I'm like, oh yeah, maybe if I had grown up like with makeup tutorials, I would have looked like that when I was 14. What do you and mean then I'm like, like they no, so I wouldn't scary. have. <laughs> I think the kids... Look- I absolutely wouldn't have. <laughs> I think it's really scary when kids draw on, like, big lips Yeah, and they're fully, eyebrows. like, painted like a drag queen. They yeah. all look like Trixie Mattel. <laughs> like, no joke. They would be lucky to look like Trixie Mattel. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, so it's a lot of lip syncing, but it's like... They do kind of cute dances. Yeah, and then they challenge you to learn the choreo. So there was that like wannabe challenge. This blew my mind because I was I was um, researching TikTok compilations and I just found there they do a bunch of interesting ones around like clothes. So someone will do like a dance challenge with themselves wearing different clothes. Yeah. Um, and then people do it with shoes, which. Someone did mention it could be like a foot fetish thing. Yeah, for I'd have for, to agree for some folks. Yeah, I mean honestly, that's how all of it feels. I felt kind of like, oh, this is very much a minor it's sex- <laughs> that it's, I am watching. It's sexy and it's meant to be sexy, but it's not. It's like, yeah, yeah. I have the heebie-jeebies. Yeah, it's very heebie-jeebie inducing. Um, um, and then there's the divorce ones, which are <sighs> amazing. The divorce TikToks are. They were my, oh my gateway God. drug into yeah. TikTok. Yeah, same, same. I didn't really give a shit until I found out they were doing divorce TikToks on there. And it is like, oh, it, but that's, it's fascinating because the people in the divorce TikToks all look like they're like 25 plus. Right. But they're acting like seven-year-olds, mm-hmm. like a seven-year-old would emotionally respond to getting divorced. Well, let's describe a divorce TikTok to yeah. someone. So it's like a song being like, I can't believe that you cheated on me with my best friend. I live in a small town. There's lots of people here. JK, it's not because it's a small town. Uh-huh. <laughs> and that's the whole length of the song. Uh-huh. And then it's usually like a guy 
He has a sleeve, one sleeve with like dragons and tribal symbols. Yeah, and symbols. like tribal tattoos and like a you know a T-shirt that just says Tool Soul Patch. Soul Patch for sure. And he like, um, he's not. He's like he knows he's being recorded, but he doesn't like look at the camera. He looks sad. Yeah, he looks sad, and he's like face in his hands. Hot topic, sad. Yeah, and then sometimes, it, but but like weirdly broy. There's always yes. a backwards baseball cap too. Hot topic, sad is broy. That's true. That's right. True. Yeah. Yeah, um, and then usually it's like a dramatic removal of the ring, which can be really funny because sometimes it's hard for them to get it off, <laughs> and then they just throw it at that camera. I was thinking on my way here that I wish I, I hope, if someone has seen this, I hope someone takes the ring off, and they go to throw it. Instead of throwing it, they blow a cloud of vape <gasps> smoke through the ring. That's what I want to see. Are we TikTok? content producers now <laughs> i if if someone has seen this please send it to me on yeah. instagram or if any of our users are getting divorced make a tiktok and you need a tiktok art director yeah we'd love to volunteer our services i i think that would be amazing but most of the ones i've seen are like kind of a broy dude throwing his ring the most upsetting ones or the most upsetting one was there's like a split screen uh-huh. and there's a man on yeah. one and a woman on one, and they're clearly the people getting divorced, but the same child no. is in both videos. Wow. So they're all singing. They're, so the other part of these challenges is that they typically use the same song. Uh-huh. Um, so this one is like, sometimes moms and dads fall out of love. Sometimes two homes are better than one. But it's like a weird, like, animated chipmunk singing it i don't know what it is yeah um and so in this video it's like the two parents and the child and the same child lip syncing it wow and it's like yeah i missed that in the compilation you did that's troubling yeah so it's It's, like do it for the gram but like get divorced for tiktok yeah (laughs) that's amazing it's so wild to have a perspective too like i think about my childhood and when I was, like, you know, like, an adolescent, I remember feeling really disappointed that my parents didn't take that many videos of us when Aww. we were kids. And now I'm, like, that's fucking perfect. Thank you so much. I'm so glad we only have, like, there are literally only two. And that's great. That's all I need. What? Can you imagine if your parents got divorced on TikTok? <laughs> yeah. <that'd be> <laughs> would you watch that or would that upset you? I mean, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that would have been funny because, like, it would have been me just, like, totally being like, I'm still in Portland with my mom. If you want me to be a part of your divorce TikTok, Dad, you better fly me down to L.A. <laughs> <laughs> or, like, I guess we can make this TikTok while we're FaceTiming. Yeah. I don't know, you know? <laughs> yeah, totally. Well, my, I mean, it makes sense. Like, my parents got divorced when I was, when they were 26. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, which so is like, when you're 26. That's primo TikTok divorce That's the age. Per- and I want to know where these people are because, like, Vine was so funny and sharp and, yeah, like, just well-produced. And TikTok is just absolute trash. It's, like, yeah. base emotions with shitty music. Yeah, but isn't that kind of where we're at? Isn't that, isn't that just America at this isn't point? Isn't that, that America? <laughs> God damn is Oh, now I want to look up TikToks to that song. Ain't that America? Yeah. So did you find anything else about it? Because those were kind of the main ones. It's like sexy teens. Yeah, sexy teens. There's some cutie animals. I'm sure there were some like Momo 
challenge oh, no. things. When the, I, I mean, there had to have Momo been. is actually, like, I think we, I think we should say what Momo is because people don't know. On kids' YouTube, some creepy-ass fucking video that this is not the first kind of thing that happened. Basically, interspliced, like, scenes of Momo being like, kill yourself, kids. Momo looks like, kind of like, has huge eyes that are sunken in, and yeah. it looks like it's screaming with a pointed nose. Yeah. It's actually really terrifying. Have you seen any of the videos of people that facetune Momo? Because that is amazing. No. They try and use facetune to, like, make her pretty. It's I'm so, so good. Upset That's the that... part of Momo I like. <laughs> I'm so upset that you're off Twitter, because I'm not going to know about any of this. Well... I'll find a way. I'm, yeah. I'm on TikTok now. So. Yeah. <laughs> you'll, you'll know what you people are. You are 13 to. years old and you're about to do like a bunch of sultry dances. Oh my God. I would have TikToked me pooping out of a window if that had been available <laughs> when I was a kid. I'm so glad it wasn't. I'm so God glad damn. nothing besides Live Journal was um, a thing when yeah. I was a teenager. See, I wasn't even in the Live Journal. I was just like. You're too young. No, no. I no, I knew people that had it. I needed the immediate like I needed immediate gratification that off that uh AOL Instant Messenger offered. Right. Like Live Journal, like I didn't want to just put my thoughts out there and not have someone immediately be like, type, type, type back. Well, you know? there were comments and it was like for all your friends mm-hmm. to comment on okay. generally about like how sad you were. Yeah. You know? I mean, yeah, I just, the way I handled that was by putting, like, Elliot Smith lyrics as my, like, away message Absolutely. on Absolutely. Yeah. yeah, Live Journal had, like, a little area of, like, what are you listening to? Mm, okay. Um, and okay. there was no two-factor authentication or verification for that. It was just, like, you could make up some shit. <laughs> um, yeah. And, God, my Live Journal name was God's underscore libido. Whoa! So subversive. <laughs> so cool. Wow. Before that, it was Onus, which was a Modest Mouse song. So talk about being like a dumb that's just on brand. jack-off teen. Yeah. No, that's okay. I mean, if you're not a dumb jack-off teen, like, are you a teen? Yeah. Probably not. Yeah, yeah. absolutely not. I probably wouldn't have, I, I probably would have made TikToks to like Modest Mouse songs. Yeah. Auto-tuned like a chipmunk. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I probably would have done TikToks to, like, hmm, okay, this is hard. So when I was in sixth grade, I signed a letter that I was writing to my future self with, P.S., I love Matchbox 20. Oh, shit. And now all I want is a Matchbox 20 TikTok. You and I feel one. like I have to make one. Yeah. Which okay. song? Um, like the single? It would probably be something like, I want to push you around. Well, I yeah. will. Well, I will. Yeah. That wasn't a great Rob Thomas. I can do a better one. No, I thought that was good. Mm, a little nasal. I thought that was pretty good. <laughs> so you were, you were a Matchbox 20 fan? I mean, not really. I, I, have, this, I have this older cousin, um, Patrick, who anytime we would go back to Chicago in the summer, I would just like whatever music he was into, I decided I was into because yeah. he was a year and a half older than me. Mm-hmm. So I was like, oh, those are the cool kids. Like, um, until like freshman year of high school and then mm-hmm. I started getting my own taste. Yeah. Which was then largely influenced by my high school boyfriend's older lesbian sister. A little bit of foreshadowing that there. That checks out. Yep. <laughs> I wish I had a high school boyfriend's lesbian sister. Yeah, it was to great. Influence me. That's how I found out about Bjork, Radiohead. That's so cool. Yeah, it was great. I did I did have um a guitar teacher when I was 15 who was a 19-year-old philosophy student at NYU. So, of course, I didn't wow. learn guitar because I thought he was so Yeah, hot. you were just, like, staring at him. Yes, and he <laughs> tried to teach me Ani DeFranco songs. Yes! He tried to teach me Radiohead songs. 
what else did he like? That was kind of like his vibe was uh-huh. like, you know, 90s alternative. He definitely liked Bjork. Did he have a soul patch? I remember distinctly that he looked kind of like a less showy Dave Navarro, but like more moody. We but did Dave just, Navarro does have a soul patch, right? He does. I I don't. I, I think, think he this, does. I think this guy had a soul patch, okay. but he was like sad <laughs> about it. Like mm. he wasn't like, look at my nipple piercing. <laughs> he like goes to try and shave it, and then gets too sad. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, I hate you, but I love you. I feel like I've been talking about soul patches a lot today. So sorry if that's like the third time I've mentioned I think that's, it. I think that's the first soul patch mention on the Really? Pod. Okay. Yeah. I just yeah, in my good. mind and in my personal life, I'm talking about soul patches. Well, I think it's because we were thinking about divorce TikToks and then yeah. there were plenty of soul so patches. So many soul patches in it. Yeah. Um, um, speaking of divorce TikToks, though, yeah. I would like to know how many of them proposed marriage for the first time at a cheesecake factory um probably all of them and then they got divorced on tiktok yeah but i'm just like that venn diagram is just a circle it seems like when we ask the question who's on tiktok who the fuck is eating at cheesecake factory at 2 30 p.m on a sunday besides us <laughs> uh it, it's all the same people yep. it's all the same people so we're gonna take a little break and then we'll be back to tell you all about cheesecake factory And we're back. We are back to talk to you about Cheesecake Factory. We did it. We finally went on a beautiful Sunday. We did at two thirty p.m. Mm-hmm. After um, at going Washington out Square. at Washington Square after going out the previous night mm-hmm. to hang out with our buds. Yeah, had a little ladies ladies quarterly forum. Mm-hmm. It was good. Um, so instead of being outside, we decided that for your listening pleasure, we would go to the Godforsaken Cheesecake Factory. Yeah, it was something. I mean, okay. So why hadn't you been there yet um, in life? Cheesecake Factory, uh, I learned about Cheesecake Factory really late in life. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe when I was like 24. Um, and I had, there just weren't any where I grew up. Yeah. Um, but I had a friend who lived on Long Island, which is kind of like a suburban part yeah. of the city um and he told me about the avocado egg rolls oh. and he was like it's a really really stupid place <laughs> but you just go there sometimes when you live in a more suburban place yeah and they have avocado egg rolls yeah and so since then i've been envisioning these egg rolls mm. um so yeah what well, why hadn't you been so i hadn't been because oregon didn't ha- like we had chain restaurants, but a weird selection of them, mm-hmm. and we never had a Cheesecake Factory until I was hmm, probably 15 or 16, and then it was very much like a destination restaurant Absolutely. you'd go to before, like, homecoming or prom, but, like, I was really into pretending, well, not pretending, I was very angsty, but I was very angsty, so, like, if I went to any of those dances, it was always, like... I'm just going because, like, someone told me we could probably smoke weed after. Like, right. I don't actually want to be here. Like, ugh. We talked about this, right? Did you – was so, like, would that be something that people did before or after your high school prom? It would be before. Because, I, like, okay. I, yeah, because people were, like, trying to get fucked up after those dances. I sure. never did because I didn't party in high school. I know. It's so funny. I was like, I wanted to smoke weed after. No, I didn't. I didn't do that in yeah. high school. Yeah, did you go to prom? Uh, Yeah, I did. I went to – 
I went to two proms. I went to prom at Whoa. the... Well, because there's one for junior year and senior year oh. on the West Coast. I don't know if it's a... Mm-mm. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. Cheesecake Factory really does feel like prom. <laughs> in a way, it feels like prom. In a way, it feels very confusing. Yeah. Our friend put it really well when... She, uh, Christy put it well when she said it, it's like if Las Vegas was a chain restaurant. A hundred percent. And then, so we were talking about how we didn't understand the decor, Mm -hmm. but now I'm realizing that the decor looks like if the Bellagio in Las Vegas, like, had a dollar menu. Whoa. Like, that's exactly what it looks like. That is perfect. Yeah. It's a mishmash of, I I do also feel like the Vegas, um, like, call out was so accurate. Yeah. Because it just feels like a mishmash of, like, gaudy things that are supposed to look expensive, but are actually cheap. Oh, yeah. So, like, the ceilings at the Cheesecake <laughs> Factory yeah, are, like, the fucking Sistine Chapel, but, like, yeah. in MS Paint or yeah. something. They, yeah, they were, like, they were, like, horrible clip art you would see for, like, the Athens Olympics in 2000 meets, like, the Chagall paintings at the top of, like, the Paris Opera House. Yeah, like, if, if, it was like, so Chagall bizarre. was fucking horrible at painting. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then there were a bunch of, like, Egyptian heads and, like, limestone columns. Yeah. And then wicker chairs. Yeah. I sat in a wicker <laughs> chair. Why? Not sure. They could have probably, like, sprung for a more expensive material. Yeah, but it's because we had... Wasn't the tabletop, like, fucking marble? No. It was bizarre. It was... Okay, so I read... People have been really amazing, actually, because we posted some Instagram stories, Uh and people were really amazing about sending me, like, articles and Twitter threads about Cheesecake Factory. So thank you guys for doing that. It was actually really exciting. Yeah, shout out to the fans. Yeah, thanks, guys. (laughs) Um, But... So, like, the person that designed the Cheesecake Factory, because there is actually a person who also designed a lot of, like, MGM Grant. That's, yes. Starting to connect. Um, So he talks about how they combined or, like, just collided all of these styles together on purpose just because they could. Um, so, God, so if, it, it, if that isn't just fucking America in a nutshell. I know. <laughs> they were just like, we can have it all. But those tables, nothing there is limestone. It's all fucking plywood mm, treated yeah. to look like limestone or marble. Um, also American. Yeah. I feel like it's so, like, the veneer of luxury. Yeah. And the veneer of wealth. And it's just garbage. Like, we got glasses that were meant to look like beer steins, Mm -hmm. but they weren't glass. Yeah. They were plastic. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I, we were trying to think of, like, who goes there often, and Because, because, I should mention, we were there in the afternoon. Yeah, and it was packed. It was packed. Yeah, we had a 15-minute wait. They had to give us a pager. Like, like they had to give us a beeper to yeah. beep our cell phones. Which I honestly knew was going to happen. You, really? You had a time you had to be by, back by, and I was like, I hope the wait's not too long. Also, they don't take reservations, which really bothers me when I think back to how people went there before prom, because I'm like, how did you know you were going to make it I wonder. I wonder if they take group <laughs> reservations. I bet you have to call them. No, it was like, unless you have 25 people... Which for they prom, won't. you might. 
you had that many friends in high school? I didn't go to prom. Oh, okay. Yeah. I was I, like, I, I, what I've seen in She's All That in American <laughs> movies is they that. They definitely have 25 friends. They have at least 25 <laughs> friends. They have a lot of fun. Everyone is very cool and they're in a limo. This is what I'm imagining. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't have any friends. Yeah. I mean, no, I had some. It's because I had, I, yeah, I had that high school boyfriend. So that's why I went to prom. Was gotcha. Because, like, there was, a, there was a built-in person that, like. He had a twin who like had friends, so like one. I mean, a twin's know. already two people. With you, it's three. Like, yeah. So we're like twenty-two <laughs> away from scoring that hot, hot cheesecake factory exactly. reservation. So we go to Cheesecake Factory. It's like Caesar's Palace glowing in the lights. Yeah, and I do like that. While the menu is enormous, it does tell you who goes to Cheesecake Factory because Linda has her own famous cake. She does. And there's also a steak Diane. Ugh, and I, I feel like shit. everyone there looked like a Linda or a Diane. I fucking <laughs> love like 50s food named after women. Yeah, it's pretty amazing. Like the what would the Karen be? Oh god, the Karen would be like surf and turf. Hell yeah, that sounds great. Yeah, no, because With we all love side? a Karen. Yeah, we love a Karen. What kind of sides? I'm going to say straight beans. Yeah, sure. And then a creamed spinach. Oh, yes. Sorry, if we're doing the 50s, like... What was the yeah. steak, Diane? I don't think I caught... I'm pretty sure... So, so the cheese... So let's, let's do a little bit yeah. of, like, background on the menu. Mm-hmm. The menu was, like, 16 pages? It was more than that. Well, first of all, we got... We, we were... We were sitting, while we sat and waited, we looked at the cold case of cheesecakes. While also watching commercials of the food on three TVs. Yeah, and honestly, it got us really excited. I know, we were We were like, that looks fucking good. (laughs) Um, Even the avocado toast was served on a literal whole half a baguette. Yeah, that was insane. The portions were all just ridiculous. But anyway, uh, we, yeah, we were getting really amped to sit down and we saw that the menu was 16 pages and it was impossible. And that was when I said to Elena, I was like, this has to be the kind of restaurant where you try one thing, you decide it's your thing. And then every time you come back here, that's the one thing you get. And you could not have been more right. Because otherwise, you how else would they get customers in and out of the door quickly enough when you have a menu that big? As we were in the middle of our meal, which we'll we'll get back to the menu in a second, but as we were in the middle of our meal, um, there was a couple sitting to our right um, who both... My left. Uh, dear just left. <laughs> my right. Sorry. Um, who were eating kind of like an... Um, an etouffee? It was gumbo, yeah. Yeah, someone had gumbo, and then the guy maybe had etouffee or something. Mm-hmm. But they were like, this is the only thing we get here. Yeah, because because we were getting an embarrassing amount of food delivered to our table because we'd never been there before, and we were like, I don't know, let's get like a couple appetizers and an entree, split it all. And I said to them, because like our table couldn't even fit all the food we got, yeah. because, oh god. Anyway, uh, I said to them, just like a quick aside, like, oh, this is our first time, we didn't know what to order, and they were like, oh, we come here every Sunday, and we get the same thing, and I was like, I told you. Yeah, it was, <laughs> and, and the woman was like, it's the best gumbo. Yeah. It's the best gumbo ever. Yeah. And everyone I've spoken to since then, um has their order at Cheesecake Factory and they like believe that that's the right order. Exactly. So someone's like you get a burger and a cheesecake and someone else was like salmon or chicken piccata. Shout out John Meyer. That does sound good. (laughs) I know. I saw the chicken piccata. Well so that's what I think Steak Diane is. It's gotta be so the specialties which is fully three pages 
two of those pages are just like chicken done in various ways. Yeah. And so I think Steak Diane is just like they take the leftovers of the sauces from all <laughs> those different chickens and then they're like, you know what, Diane has liked all these chickens at some point <laughs> in the past. And then they put that on the steak. On the steak. Yeah. Yeah. Other things on the. So we got. Um, not only like a 16 page menu but we also got a drink menu yeah we got a dessert menu and we got skinny licious we got the skinny licious menu which was kind of everything that was already in the original menu just sort of pulled out for us yeah into the skinny licious menu and i believe everything in there was like under a thousand calories yeah i know this is the other thing is that because cheesecake factory is a chain you have calories next to everything yeah again not a person who counts calories. But what the fuck? I'm looking at all these cheesecakes and they're all like 3,000 calories. Yeah, and you're yeah. like, cool, I'm going to feel like trash when I leave. We, oh God, did we order like a, we ordered at least 5,000 calories between the two of us. We also left with five to-go boxes. Let's talk about what we got. Okay, yeah. So uh, we started with some drinks. I got, We also had a lovely server. Oh, our server was great. Was Honestly, so the nice. service was really good. And all I could think of is how shittily they must be treated by the people they serve. Yeah. And I felt bad. because he was super sweet. Because then I went, um, before we started recording this ep, I went and read a bunch of Yelp reviews. Mm. And what that, do people have to the say? The Cheesecake Factory we went to only had a three out of five stars. I would give it higher. Yeah. The food was horrible, sure. Yeah. But, you know. Horrible, in quotes, it served some purpose. Yeah, no. Horrible. Yes. We'll I, talk about what purpose it served after, yeah. but. Um, so. Yeah, all the service was great. And that was what, like, every single review said was, like, the service was really good, but... What do they want? Um, People just didn't want to wait 45 minutes. Oh. See, I've read Cheesecake Factory reviews. This is something I didn't mention, is that in my years of obsession about the Cheesecake Factory, I read Yelp reviews because I didn't have access to Mm, one. uh And everyone talked about how it was their favorite place and how... It's, like, so fancy and how they went there for a birthday and engagement and anniversary. And it does does have that same veneer of fanciness that Vegas has. It's, yeah. They'll they'll write your name in cherry glaze on a cheesecake. Exactly. Um, That will be 30,000 calories. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) So I'm, I'm surprised that, I'm surprised that people didn't like it. Yeah, it was always just, it was always stuff completely outside their control. Yeah. Yeah. So I did, so we got some warm bread, some butter. Yeah, okay. Nice touch. Yeah, they kept trying to bring us more bread, too. And we were already like, I don't know if we need bread. But we also, I had had a piece of toast earlier in the morning, and you had, like, I had an an apple apple because I didn't want to shit my pants. Sorry that we're just talking about (laughs) shitting our pants. I mean, it's the Cheesecake Factory app. I don't know what our listeners expected besides that. I just had one apple because I wanted to keep myself hangry. Yeah, yeah. So... We ordered drinks. I got a frozen Aperol spritz. Which is really fancy for the Cheesecake Factory. It was a new menu item, and I would like to note, it was not frozen. It definitely was a cup full of ice. You didn't think it was frozen? It was not frozen. Oh, I got... um, But I was too positive. I didn't want to say anything while we were there. You were so positive, and I, I totally yeah. thought <laughs> you did so good. <laughs> and I got apparently you can get any margarita frozen as well. Mm-hmm. I got a blood orange margarita. Our drinks looked 
identical yep. and tasted identical. Yep. I'm not convinced they weren't the same one. I think my drink was frozen, though, but loved it. It was like 40 ounces yeah. of a blood orange margarita. Who a 40 of margarita? I would, honestly, about to, yeah. that's a drink I would I would take. So yeah, I, I, I figured out, though, why they kept offering us bread. Oh. Because the bread they brought us isn't their signature. Their signature is like the brown bread, which he tried to bring oh, us yeah. into the uh-huh. meal uh-huh. Um, that they were out of. So I think he thought we would be mad, but we didn't know any better. Yeah, exactly. Well, so that's why I think it's got to be so challenging to be a server there. Because, you know, like if you work at McDonald's and you're serving the same like chicken sandwich or burger over and over again, it's just about the quality of the burger it's not necessarily about the quality of like the service right. but like cheesecake factory was expensive and like you were saying yeah like, it's a very like to a lot of folks it's like the fanciest restaurant they can I mean, get it's you not 45 dollars in... each for yeah. lunch yeah because we got a shitload of food yeah yeah but yeah definitely like it is it's not the kind of place you go a couple times a week right you know so i i really felt you could feel the pressure that the servers were under yeah. to deliver the same experience every time. Yeah. And as a former server, like, there's so many things outside of your control mm-hmm. that I was I was very impressed by the service. Also, that place is a zoo. Like, yeah. there are, I don't, I'm, I might be exaggerating, but I would be surprised if they're under 200 seats. Yeah. In that, it's yeah, huge. definitely. It's enormous. Um, so, we had some warm bread. Yes, and then um, we decided, we're like, okay, we'll get, like, a couple appetizers and then an entree, and then we'll get a cheesecake. Um, Even though we fully could see that everything we ordered was, like, 700 calories or more, we were like, well, we'll be splitting it, and we'll take stuff to go. The dishes were all, like, 40 inches in diameter. They were so huge. The biggest dishes I've ever seen. So we got avocado egg rolls, which were actually my favorite thing. Yeah. Those were good. The sauce was, like, a sugar sauce for yeah. yeah, the very first bite I took, I was like, wow, that's way too much sugar. And then after that, I kept eating, being like, wow, I need more of that sauce. And yeah. then by the end, I was just like, can I just eat the sauce? Yeah, it, like, <laughs> blows out your palate, Absolutely. and then you get super addicted yeah. to it. Yeah. Um, we got dynamite shrimp. Which, which were not dynamite. Not dynamite. I still bad. ate all of them because... I had a couple. A fried scrimp, I can't say no yeah. to. Yeah, yeah. I just... I, I needed more out of that. More it, presentation, more something. It wasn't it wasn't good. But let's get to the piece de resistance. Oh god. What did we get for our entree, Deirdre? Okay, so we got Do you remember what it was called? I think I can figure it out. So it was the equivalent of chicken parmesan, which as we all know is like, you know, a chicken breast usually hammered, coated in parmesan and then pan fried, and then it's commonly served with um, spaghetti and marinara sauce. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's a classic chicken parm. This was chicken parm as a pizza, to which you say, huh? So basically they cut up pieces of chicken breast that I'm sure were leftovers from, like, other chicken don't breast dishes. Don't say that, don't say that. I don't <laughs> want to think about that. Um, they basically, like, breaded the whole thing, fried it, and then put marinara sauce on top of it and then melted cheese on top of it. So it is a huge disc of chicken. Of chicken parm, yeah. And then, rather than spaghetti and marinara sauce on the side, it was angel hair pasta and Alfredo sauce. And a nice little nest egg. Yep, yep. On In the middle of the chicken breast. Yeah. Not on the side. No, yep, right up top. Um, 
Carrie is currently eating the leftovers of that <laughs> right now as we record. It was pretty wild. It was so huge. Yeah. We, and because they, so what it was called, I wrote the name down, was just chicken parmesan pizza style. Oh, yeah. Because they've sort of presented this to us on the television while we waited. We had to as, do it. Yeah, we had to do it. But they also like, they really hammered this idea of pizza mm-hmm. in that you and I both ate it as a pizza. Oh, yeah. We could have cut it any way we wanted, but we cut it like little yeah, pizza slices, little slices because we're sheeple. Yeah. Um, but we ate about a third of that and oh, God, brought the rest even. home. We ate like nothing because we were so full we at that point. We were so full. Also, don't forget that we were really sensible and also got a salad. <laughs> oh yeah, we just we, got like a like the most basic little green salad, and we were like, "Oh, just balsamic. We don't need like." I felt blue cheese. so stupid, <laughs> but it was like I needed like everything we got was deep fried. Yeah, no, we had to have something that was a vegetable, and it was like yeah. a huge salad. It was everything was huge because that that was the thing, like because they put the calorie count next to it, and I was like, "Okay, the salad doesn't have cheese or meat in it at all." And it's still, like, 550 calories? Well, like, how? it has a range because of the dressings. Yeah, but even the low range really in the 500. Really high. Yeah. Because, because it's, like, three pounds of salad. Yes. I, my only regret is that we didn't get Thousand Island dressing. Yeah, that would have been pretty good. <laughs> we You're got, right. like, a balsamic dressing because yeah. we wanted we to be... Keep yeah, it. we were like, we're yeah. keeping it light. <laughs> we're getting cheesecake afterwards. But, yeah, like, we each brought home legitimately two pounds of... This chicken breast, which Carrie is eating yep. right now, yep. I ate mine the day after because Doug deemed himself too good. Oh. He was like, he was like, it looks disgusting, cold, and I was like, fuck you, it's actually really yeah, good, it wasn't bad. and it made me feel like <laughs> absolute death. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. Wait, cheesecake. The piece de resistance. <laughs> the second they one. would say, <laughs> yeah, exactly. The second. There were two. <laughs> We really like Cheesecake Factory. <laughs> oh, God. Did we? We did. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's... We got a key lime cheesecake. Yeah, we got a key lime cheesecake. It was fine. It was like... I didn't think it was that good. Yeah, I didn't think it was very good. Yeah. For, like, being the namesake? Yeah. I was unimpressed. Place. It didn't taste like... Like, it tasted like it had been made, like, a couple days ago. I know. Yeah. Well, and the thing about cheesecake is... Like, a good cheesecake, I, I didn't expect this to be anything. Yeah. But, like, yeah. a good cheesecake is actually really light. Mm-hmm. And this was a really heavy yeah. cheesecake. And we ate about half of it. But it was the same, like, hyper sugar, yeah. hyper fat yeah. thing. Um, and at that point, you know what's funny? Hmm. You know what's funny about that whole experience? I thought I got out okay. Uh-huh. Like, I thought, I was, like, while I was sitting, I felt fine. And I was like, oh, my God, did I go to Cheesecake Factory and, like, manage to escape feeling, like, absolute death? yeah. I got up. My body just felt like fucking stone. (laughs) I felt all my arteries close up. And I just, every step was a burden. Yeah. Did you feel that? Yeah. I got home and I was cat sitting for our next door neighbors who have an adorable cat. Shout out to Callie and Koji and Archie. Love you guys. Uh, and it was just, oh my God, I, I, Archie really wanted to play cause he's a kitten and I was so thankful that he was into the laser pointer. Cause I was like, yeah. I can't move. <laughs> I'm just gonna lay here. Even as we drove back, like we were talking and I just felt like I was giving you 
a dead smile <laughs> and my brain was mashed potatoes and I felt like I did hard drugs. Wow, yeah. Like I just felt so so awful. Yeah, it was really not pleasant. <laughs> I, I got home. I mean, the company was pleasant. The company was great. Yeah. Love you, Cheesecake Factory. <laughs> Love you, Deirdre. But I got home and I was going to see us um, like an hour and a half later mm-hmm. and I had to lay down on my stomach and just moan yeah. for an hour or yeah. 45 minutes. And then I texted um, Doug and our friends, Ben and Sarah, and was like, I have a pounding headache. Can you make sure we don't have seats like in the first like five rows? Yeah. Because I just had such a salt hangover. Mm. And the thing I don't get is that there were so many people at the Cheesecake Factory who straight up ate that food and then like went about their day. Yeah. And went to the mall and shopped. Maybe it's a, like, if you start young, you're used to it thing. <laughs> Fuck, I wish I started I did, young. I mean, yeah, I think it's probably for the best that that we felt that way. So, because, like, that, that was part of, when we first sat down, I was like, are we going to have to come back, like, six more times because this <laughs> menu is so big? That's what every food reviewer does, and I'm not <laughs> willing to put myself through that five no, more times. Nope. Nope. So if how we, did how did the rest of your evening go? Like, did you, did your pain sort of wear off? I didn't eat anything else the rest of the I day. I didn't either. No. I, well, actually, that's not true. Because Yelena let me take the cheesecake, the you leftovers the cheesecake? of the cheesecake with us. And um, Carrie started eating it. And I was like, yeah, I could take a bite or two. <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't eat anything until, so we ate it around 2, like, 3, 3.30. Uh-huh. Um, I didn't eat until nine or ten the next day yeah i felt so horrible like the fullness wore off but how i felt and like yeah my head was pounding yeah um and i drank probably like a hundred ounces of water yeah um yeah i was talking to a friend who sort of grew up going to you know like chain restaurants because that was what was around yeah. and she doesn't feel like shit after she goes to them. But also, don't you think that's exactly why people have that one thing they get? Why? Because you think it doesn't make them feel bad? Yeah. Like, I think that I think that there's a strategy to looking at the Cheesecake Factory menu and being like, how do I make it out of here alive? I Straight don't up. think so. I mean, we got a lot of fried food. Yeah. Because we had to. We were at the Cheesecake Factory. But I will <laughs> say that when I walked to the bathroom, like... There were families. Every person had their own entree. Yeah. Even fucking children had the three pounds of crazy-ass pasta, and people were, like, finishing them. Wow. So I don't think people are, like, necessarily, like, maybe some people are eating lighter or something, but I do think it's just, like, being more acclimated to food like that. Yeah. And that's not to say that I don't eat, like, heavy trash, but I eat maybe heavy trash that's, like made with better ingredients. Well, and it's also just a smaller portion. Mm-hmm. Like, I think about the heavy trash I would eat at another restaurant, and it would just be a lot less of it. I think it's also because it's a chain, It because it's such a huge and popular chain, mm-hmm. it has to rely on so much processed, like, oh, absolutely. so many processed yeah. ingredients. So even if you're eating, like, a hamburger or a steak or, like, a really heavy side mm-hmm. at, like, a local place, you might feel really, really full. Yeah. But, like, 
But you're not going to be like, wow, I can feel all of these preservatives. <laughs> yeah, like preserving my body yeah. into limestone yeah. from the Cheesecake Factory. <gasps> you would look so good next to some of the columns. <laughs> could, well, that's the ultimate goal of the Cheesecake Factory. You eat enough food and then eventually you just turn into one of those sphinx faces. <laughs> oh my God, so I cracked you, the code. Would you go back? Um, I would, and here's the thing. So, uh, I have, like, family in the South, um, and I could see a situation where I wind up at the Cheesecake Factory again, Mm -hmm. and I, I'm not saying I'm going to order off the Skinny Delicious menu, but, like, no, I said, I didn't say that. I just, like, they had a vegan Cobb salad that I was, like, that's probably what I would get if I weren't here to, like, do the deed. You know, interesting. Yeah, because I feel like it would be the least processed because it would literally just be like a plate of some vegetables. So you would tr- you would go to Cheesecake Factory and you would try to eat the way you normally do instead of sort of yeah. like succumbing to the will yeah. of the Cheesecake Factory. Yeah. I'd probably like split an appetizer with someone. I'd probably get those avocado egg rolls again. They were honestly. bad. They I'm, were pretty good. Oh, my other big regret is not getting the cheeseburger egg rolls. <gasps> yes, we didn't talk about that. So they have an egg roll sampler. Because why not? It's like it's such American culture. None of them are egg rolls. None of them. Not a single no. egg roll. In that sight. didn't even feel like an egg roll wrapper. What we were eating, that was. It was, but like what was inside of it was just absolutely incorrect. Yeah. It's so anyway. They had like a Tex-Mex egg roll, a cheeseburger egg roll, and then this avocado egg roll, and you could get a sampler of all three of them. And we briefly considered it, but I don't. It's... I don't eat beef, so like the. The cheeseburger one would have been, like... And it was $13. Yeah. But honestly, after, like, the uh, horrible soup I made tonight, I would eat a cheeseburger (laughs) egg roll 100%. Maybe just one. Yeah. Yeah. That's fair. But... Would you go again? What would you get next? I don't think I would go again. I can't see a scenario in which... Where that would be, like, you'd be... You'd wind up there. I don't think I would. Yeah. Um, I think this was a purposeful trip Mm -hmm. and we made it there's definitely something that i've noticed in like going to this to cheesecake factory and having like had my first two olive garden experiences in the last two years is i feel exactly the same after all of these restaurants which is just like so much pain so bad so much regret and it (laughs) like it truly feels like i'm like okay cool like Am I young enough to like do ecstasy at this party? No. <laughs> Am I young enough to go to Cheesecake Factory again? Nope. No. Like I have to keep my eyes on the future, which yeah. is I know we'll have to go to Red Lobster. I want to go to Red Lobster. Yeah, I mean we're not this isn't gonna hold us back no. by any means. But I can't deceive myself into like thinking that um I'm gonna feel different after Red Lobster. Yeah, that's that's so, an important thing. I don't think I would go back. I don't think it was worth it. I think there's a lot of like really good fast food that's worth it. Yeah. And it's like super delicious and fun and less of a monetary commitment. And this yeah, wasn't it. That was it was pricier than I thought it was gonna be. It was pretty cool. we got like everything though. Yeah. That's I was fair. gonna say we got everything on the menu, but that would be like thirty thousand dollars. Seriously yeah. though. It yeah. really would have. I was ready to be like it'd be like a month's rent. No, yeah. it would be <laughs> no, it would literally thirty thousand dollars. It would be so expensive. Damn. But I loved hearing everyone's Cheesecake Factory stories. Um, I really want 
you all, if anyone's still listening. Yeah, tell um, us your Cheesecake Factory tell tales. Tell us your Cheesecake Factory tales. And also tell us what chain restaurants you love. Yeah, because maybe we haven't been. I think we definitely haven't been. Yeah, and that's I think true. it's like almost guaranteed that we haven't been. Yeah. Um, And try to think of places that maybe like are less the same vibe as. So like are there like cheaper under the radar places that are fun or like what's your go-to order yeah we want to hear from y'all yeah hit us up the instagram dms are open still open still (laughs) i wouldn't say no pod at i wouldn't say say no no pod pod. oh we deirdre pointed out that we've been making a mistake when we ask you to like and subscribe oh yes okay so we've been saying subscribe on itunes and then, um, does anyone I do, use iTunes? I anymore? do listen to other podcasts, and I notice that they do all say subscribe on Apple Podcasts. And turns, it's out, true. turns out that's what it's called. It's different. Yeah. Who knew? Subscribe on Apple Podcasts, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> like us. Yeah. Uh, listen on Spotify, listen on Stitcher. Please leave a review if you are compelled to leave one with more than four stars and something nice to say. Yeah, I literally told you about how I pooped out a window. The least you could do is leave us a review. Yeah, please. <laughs> show us some respect. Um, next week? Ooh, two weeks next from... Week. Two weeks from well, today. next step. It, yeah, what next is step. a week? Next time step. is just a construct. We're trying to do it. Yeah, uh, yeah time is a construct. <laughs> Fuck this. Stop expecting so much from me. Um, we have something really exciting planned. We might even have a guest. We might have a guest. We don't want to promise it because life is unpredictable. Yeah. No, we can't make any promises. We can't make any promises. Except for that Cheesecake Factory will exist <laughs> far beyond any nuclear apocalypse. There will 100%. still be a Cheesecake Factory. Um, next episode, we will be reviewing Magic Mike. And Magic Mike XXL. And I hate um, men's abs, so I'm really excited to it's talk about that. It's going to be a lot. I'm actually really, really (laughs) excited to watch it tomorrow and the day after. So, yeah, looking forward to it. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for tuning in, y'all. Bye.